Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. I'm headed to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on, let's go. We made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. Hey everybody, welcome to Julia's Truckin' Cafe. Glad you have a seat. Everybody get something to drink? Now just sit back and enjoy the show. I have lots of news to get to. So, but before we do, I got a special announcement for everybody. We now have a cafe store. Are you wondering what to get your trucker, wife, mom, or girlfriend? Or if you're the truck driver and you want to get your wife, mom, or girlfriend something, I've got just the answer for you. Now, for Mother's Day, we are having a 20% off sale on all apparel only. And this is only for my listeners. You'll be getting a promo code here shortly. This sale runs between now and Thursday, May 10th. So when you order any apparel, the manufacturer prints the apparel made to order, and they print about every three days. Your order will ship right to your door. So go to juliastruckatcafe.com, click on the cafe store link and the apparel tab, and then click on any of the images of the apparel that you'd like to see. This will take you and link you straight to the marketplace where you can plug in your promo code to get 20% off of your entire order at checkout. After you get done ordering all of your information, you'll see wording on the bottom that says, I have a promotional code. You click on those words and a box will appear. In that box, here's your promo code. Now listen close. It's MOM, capital M, and then lowercase O-M, 2019 that's capital mom om 2019 to get 20% off your whole order that's right 20% off so if you know a mom that's a trucker or you want to get your trucker wife or girlfriend a unique gift then check out our cafe store at julia's trucking cafe.com cafe store so go check it out today. This promo code is a special code, like I said, only for our listeners. Now for the news. Police are cracking down on truck drivers who do not care about breaking the law. Continue to speed, continue to run weights, and I'll catch you, one law enforcement officer warned truck drivers as this operation kicked off this week. This article was wrote it last week April 25th. I guess between last week and this week, state and local police in Florida are working together on a major truck enforcement operation designed to catch truck drivers who they say are intentionally breaking the law in order to earn more money. (laughs) You think? The commercial vehicle enforcement campaign is called Operation Weight Watchers. Oh, that's catchy. And is designed to catch truck drivers who are speeding or hauling too much weight in Okeechobee County, Florida. The Okeechobee County Sheriff's Office, the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office, the Martin County Sheriff's Office, and the Florida Highway Patrol are all working together on the Enhanced Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Campaign. Okeechobee County Sheriff Noel 
Stephen warned truckers on Wednesday, continue speeding, continue running them weights, and I'm going to catch you. Police say that the truck crackdown is in response to an increase in crashes caused by trucks hauling trash and contaminated soil to the Okeechobee landfill. Police say that these, quote, these enforcement measures reflected numerous crashes due to excessive speed and extremely overloaded trucks. Some trucks were found to weigh over 100,000 pounds, which is 25% over the maximum allowed weight on the highways, of course. Speed coupled with weight posed serious safety concerns as these trucks could not stop safely if they had to. Police also say that residents have accused truck drivers of continuously passing in no passing zones, not stopping at stop signs, pulling out in front of oncoming traffic, and, most concerning, passing school buses while stop arms are deployed while picking up our children, end quote. Law enforcement estimates that there are more than 1,200 truck trips to the landfill per day and that many of the truck drivers are deliberately disobeying the law in order to pad their paychecks. The Okeechobee County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post, quote, these haulers are paid by the tonnage delivered, so this relates to how much can I haul, how fast can I get there and back. There's a small percentage of these haulers that are not violating traffic laws relating to speed, unsafe weights, faulty equipment, but I feel a large amount of these haulers are breaking the law and do not care. My opinion is, based upon continued enforcement, results of these haulers coming to and from the Okeechobee landfill, coupled with the number of complaints received from my residents who reside along the road leading to the landfill. That's why they started cracking down. So Lee has decided to join us early today. How are you doing today, Lee? I'm good. I'm not cutting across the woods down here, kind of going around the scale. I'm not doing that because it's illegal. That's I'm right. You get caught. <laughs> That's right. Everything's legal until you get caught, right? You just get the nail on the head. That's exactly what's going on right there. Yeah. People complaining and stuff like that. But, you know, everybody pulls over weight at one point in time. It happens sometimes. There ain't nothing you can do about it. You know, and you just kind of got to go with the flow, you know, and see what you're going to do. It's up to you. You know, they can't make you pull it. If you want to sit there for two or three days when you get unloaded, reloaded, do what you got to do, right? So that's the way I look at it. You know, but I can understand almost the officer's point of view, not, you know, trashing, trashing them completely. I mean, if these guys are really passing a school bus when they're picking up kids and everything, that is dangerous. I mean, you got to agree on that almost. Oh, exactly. I mean, more than likely in Florida, uh, is some foreign people driving the trucks, more well, than likely. True, in Texas, too. Texas, too. We'll have a story later in the show about that, about what's going on with a Texas driver, too. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? you got to have a little common sense. Even if you're pulling legal, even more when you're going way overweight. I mean, come on. You know, you got to factor in your stuff. Pull your load. That's what I always tell them. Pull your load. You yeah. know, don't worry about nothing else. Yeah. And in other news, a trucker survives after a load of steel beams goes clear through his cab. It took rescue crews hours to extract the truck driver from the mangled cab. And the picture is pretty graphic in this article. This steel beam went clear through the back window right out the front. 
A semi-truck driver miraculously survived a serious accident when his load of steel beams shifted into the cab of his semi-truck. This happened on Friday, April 26th, uh, Good Friday, around 1130 in the morning in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Don't you run a lot of Oklahoma? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Authorities say that the incident occurred on Southwest 59th Street in Cimarron Road. I remember Cimarron Road. According to reports, a truck driver, for some reason, had to come to a sudden stop, causing the steel beams to slam into his cab. According to local news reports, they barely missed the truck driver when it went through the cab. However, the crash left him pinned inside the truck. He was alert and was talking after the crash. It did take the crew, like I said, several hours to extract him from the mangled cab, but he was finally successfully extracted. Um, He was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment of major injuries. The incident still remains under investigation. But yeah, it looks pretty horrific, you know. Well, them little head rats they got, they really think it's going to hold a heavy load. No, it's not. Yeah, It's not going to do it. Them little things just ain't going to cut it. Well, and I can't tell from this picture if it was chained or if it was because they show the front steel beam. I mean, these are are like I-beams that are laying on their sides, it looks like, from the photo. And it slid right straight through when he, you know, stopped. Well, I've seen a lot of them that are people using straps on steel. Golden rule number one, you got steel use your chains yeah that's golden rule number one because them little old straps i have seen it going down the road it hit and just pop that snap that strap happened too yeah or it'll, so, it'll cut it it'll cut, cut it the hell out of it, it. Will. so um a state trooper writes a letter to a trucker know why she was followed letting her know why she was followed for 20 miles Quote, by the look on your face, you didn't know anyone was watching for the 20 miles I was watching, the trooper wrote. So I'm going to try to read this without choking up because it got to me. An Illinois state trooper took time out of her day to let a trucker know how much she noticed and appreciated her safe and professional driving. Last week Thursday, an Illinois State Trooper Facebook, or I'm sorry, the Illinois State Police Facebook page shared a stirring post about one trooper's encounter with a truck driver hauling grain. She wrote, quote, Dear Grain Hauler, I saw you on Route 47 headed south. You were taking your time, obeying the speed limit. I kept my distance behind you. I followed you for probably 20 miles or more, watching your your driving behavior. I wondered if you were loaded or empty, if you were headed to the elevator or back to the farm. I didn't run your plate. I didn't want to pass you as there were so many no-passing zones and intersections. We drove through several small towns. I couldn't even see what trucking company you were. All I knew is that you were driving a grain hauler. My dad drives grain too. He loves running back and forth to the elevator. He even takes my kids with him in the semi for trips to the elevator. I smiled as I wondered about your trip today, where you were hauling to, and how many trips you'd made. I hope I didn't scare you when I followed you into the elevator. I saw you turn your turn signal on as we pulled into Gibson City. The elevator was just around the corner, and I hope that's where you were headed. I didn't want to pull you over. I didn't want to startle you. What I wanted to do was say thank you. 
I saw you look at me in the mirror when I parked behind you at the elevator entrance. You were waiting for the semi in front of you. I hopped out and approached your truck to shake your hand and tell you that I had been watching. You looked concerned to hear what I was about to tell you. The relief was instant when I saw, said it was good. The delight in your smile showed you weren't expecting a thank you. You clearly were doing what you must do all of the time. Your driving behaviors in that fully loaded semi show a lot about you, how you must drive all of the time. Cautious, dedicated, focused. I'm so glad you realize we notice when drivers do the right thing. We aren't out there to make your day-to-day -day commute a problem. We aren't out there to issue tickets all day long. We encourage voluntary compliance with traffic laws and hope drivers do the right thing, even when they don't think anyone is watching. By the look on your face, you didn't know anyone was watching. For the 20 miles, I was watching. I called your company, and I told them of your encounter. Stay safe out there, grain hauler, and have a great day. Thanks for being awesome. Sincerely, Mama Bear. Cool. That's good. That's real good. I mean, you don't hold hear anything like that anymore with somebody telling somebody they did a good job. And it kind of gives me hope, you right. know, for all the other stuff that's not going right. So. Right, for all of the, you know, drivers that get pulled over, or especially, you know, this is an Illinois trooper, and Illinois has been in the news a lot lately with all of the drivers yes, getting hurt yes. and yes, killed. But I think if they would, I know they can't stop every trucker going crazy down the road, but I do believe if they jump it up a little bit on some of them, some of this stuff would stop. Yeah. I really believe it would. But who knows? We're just. We see what is people look at us. We're just dumb old truck drivers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. But in other news, a sad thing is that you heard about that crash last week in Colorado on 70. I think you told me about that, correct? Yeah, I heard about that. Well, there's a video floating around, of course, on the Internet that shows that semi-trailer was, of course, driving out of control on Interstate 70 in the mountains ahead of a, a deadly 28-vehicle crash on last week Thursday. Uh, it shows a truck swerving across multiple lanes, which... According to another article I'm going to read here in a minute, you know, take this one with a little bit of a grain of salt. The Lakewood Police Department confirmed Friday morning press conference that they were viewing a video as evidence but would not 100% confirm it is the same truck responsible for causing the deadly crash. However, it did match the description of the truck police provided and so it was about four miles from the scene of another crash. So, uh, long story short, what happened was, is this young man was coming into Denver on the west side, and apparently he did not gear down. Um, he, 23 years old, was uh, working in this country, uh, he's from Texas, working in this country on a green card, um, did not gear down on that big long hill coming into Denver, and um, was trying to go down the shoulder of the road. His brakes gave out. Apparently, he was going too fast. He told police he was going over eight. He looked down at the speedometer. He's going over 85 mile an hour. His brakes failed. He tried hitting the shoulder. Then all of a sudden, he come up onto a truck that was broke down on the shoulder. He passed several truck runaway ramps. Didn't take them. He probably didn't know any better to take them. And I don't want to. Um, what I want to say, defend him or anything, but, you know, if he just doesn't know, you don't know, and what those are for, 
Um, and then he ended up crashing into the stop traffic that were already stopped for a different crash um, involving 28 more vehicles. One of those vehicles was uh, driving underneath a bridge by a 15-year-old. She just got her license. And uh, Addison Nordby was 15, and her father was underneath the Denver-West Colorado Mills Parkway Bridge when this crash occurred. He's, quote, as we were coming out from under the bridge is when the semi came barreling through, her dad said. We got hit, and that's when my dad told me to go because the fire that... That's when it exploded. The fire was chasing us from under the bridge. And my dad's like, go, 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 go. He, she said it was the scariest thing ever. Um, Scott, her dad said they were fortunate to escape. She pushed the wheel and all of a sudden just opened up and we drove out of it. Um, and the story doesn't end there. They pulled over. He went running back to some cars that were blowing up to see if he could try to save anybody. He did pull a woman out of a car that was on fire. Uh, the family knows so many others that are not as lucky, and they'll continue to continue their moments that they have together. Um, he is, did. Um, he faces uh, four counts of vehicular homicide. Uh, this 23-year-old driver. He's got like a four name named. <laughs> it's a Mr. Madreos, I guess. One for each person who was killed on Thursday. He faces two counts of vehicular assault. Um, he, the judge uh, advised him of his rights and probable cause for arrest at Jefferson County Jail. And um, bail was set at $400,000, which I don't think is enough. Um, he was born in Cuba, and he says he's living in the U.S. legally with a green card. But that means you're visiting, doesn't it? I don't know what that means uh, about the green card. But that right there, there's, there's two people that ought to be held accountable. But well, number one, that damn company put him in a truck knowing he can't drive in the first place. That's what's wrong with a lot of trucking companies out there. If they can breathe and drive around their terminal, they can drive on the road. Right. Me and you both know that is a bunch of bull. Yeah. Now, this kid more than likely was running down that fast. Well, maybe I better slow down running 85 mile an hour. Oh, my brakes won't stop this thing. Right. You know, instead of getting away from it. This kid right here, that's, that's what's going on. These companies are recruiting these people. I know companies right now are bringing people out of Africa and everywhere else, putting them in trucks, and wonder why we're having so many idiots out here on the road. Yep. They are, they are to hang him, and they are to go after that company and put him out of business. Right. That's what they should do. If they would put more regulations on these companies, by God, some of this would stop. This yeah. is unheard So here, this basically is a foreigner over here in our country killed some of our people over what? Yep. A load of freight? Yep. Come on, people. Get with the program here. But that's what they ought to do. I would go after that. I hope they go after that company and just take everything that them people ever had. I don't care what company it is. This is uncalled for mm -hmm. at all. Yep. Oh, it I, shouldn't have never happened. I got a better one for you. You're gonna, We're going to have fun on Lee's bullshit today here in a little while. A Falcon transport driver's Falcon shut down. Falcon transport drivers said yesterday 
they told them to cease driving immediately because the company closed and left drivers stranded. Falcon Transport, just like Arrow back in the day, Falcon yep. Transport had a significant exposure in the automotive sector with General Motors being a primary account. Last December, General Motors announced that it would cease production at its Lordstown, Ohio plant, a major client for Falcon. The plant stopped production of the Chevy Cruze in late March. On social media late Sunday, people commented on the similarities between this case and the sudden overnight shutting down of another flatbed carrier, Aero Trucking of Tulsa, that ended operations suddenly a few days after Christmas in 2009. According to reports then, Aero Trucking suddenly shut down. Drivers found out that the carrier had suddenly ended operations and when their fuel cards failed to work. And no advanced warning. The same thing happened here to Falcon, but at least their fuel cards worked temporarily. And from what I understand, some of the drivers did at least get a paycheck. Nearly 1,400 drivers, 1,400 drivers were left stranded without fuel or money to get back home with Aero. It turned out that the CEO of the company had been involved in a $25 million embezzlement and tax evasion scheme that resulted in him, chief executive officer of Aero Trucking, being sentenced to only seven and a half years in prison. It's hard to know what caused the sudden closure of Falcon Transport, one of the largest flatbed operators in the country, but the automotive sector has slowed down significantly in recent months, and domestic auto manufacturers have shifted from making sedans to large trucks, uh, said Craig Fuller, chief executive of FreightWaves. There's also been some consolidation among production plants as the major car brands struggle to fight changing consumer taste toward large trucks and SUVs, less demand among urban dwellers and younger adults, and increasing costs due to tariffs and cross-border supply chain disruptions. Um, a core, he said the, core, the company was posting ads for drivers on Twitter as late as uh, last week, April. You know, in April, and the company had posted photos of opening its new office in Cedar Hill, Texas, around two months ago, back in February. Um, so, uh, one of the groups that I'm in on Facebook, everybody is, you know, letting their drivers know, hey, you need a ride, you need to try to get back home. We're all coming together as a, a truck and family to help these drivers out that are pretty much stranded. And a lot of people are saying, tell, take that truck to the house. You know, get enough fuel and fill it up and take that truck to the house. So they they said cease and assist right there. Well, that that's from, and I bet you, what you want to bet to people in the office, I bet you they got their paycheck, what you want to bet. Yeah. And I tell you one thing, that ever happened to me, I'll be telling where the truck is, and, oh, by the way, somebody stole a bunch of tired wheels out that truck. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I get my money. Right. I mean, that's just, that's what kills me about Well, it's dirty. That's dirty of them. But that's the way the world works. Yeah. It's all about the dollar and who got to roll in the deal, the people out there making them the dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, these trucking companies, they've got people all the time are looking for new accounts to run and all kinds of stuff constantly. I know that for a fact. I know for a fact that some of even my people that I work for are, are right now looking into new accounts and negotiating with different things right now. Yeah. You know, all over the United States. 
And I, I mean, that right there is just low down and just plumb dirty is what that is. Yeah. Yeah, they could at least gave him some kind of a warning, you know, not just up and oop. They knew the upper upper echelon knew it was coming. They had to. Have. Yeah, they knew it was coming. <laughs> but here's the thing: as long as them trucks were rolling, yeah, he's still making money. Yeah, and that's what it was about. Yep. We'll milk it till it's all gone. Then we're going to just okay. I'm sorry, I ain't got job no more. Yeah. You know, so that's just wrong. That's just, but that that's what scares me anymore about some of these companies i mean what about guys what if they had 401ks and all i mean and all that stuff in there did they did they lose them too i mean yeah who knows who knows exactly i mean there might have been guys in there putting that stuff in there for 20 years right and they just lost everything right there yep so that's what scares me about how some of these companies work and it's 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 just plump it's just it's illegal it ought to be against the law to be able to do people that way but I'll guarantee you one thing if anybody was based out of Texas that's one thing Texas does not stand for you work with somebody in Texas you're going to get paid regardless because they do not take boy they get very serious about that stuff but I feel for all them guys that work out there God I do I really do I, I mean my heart goes out to you I mean that would be just plumb devastating to have that happen to you. I couldn't even imagine what it would be. So, so I hope all of you can get, you know, home and get everything. And I hope everybody's okay. I really do. Yeah, me too. So, and last article is Border Patrol finds two million dollars in marijuana hidden in sheet metal rolls. You know, the the aluminum rolls that are the flatbedders usually haul. Uh-huh. Agents with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, or CPB, recently did a major drug bust after inspecting a semi-truck hauling rolled sheet metal. The discovery was made last weekend at the port of Nogales in Nogales, Arizona. We remember Nogales, don't we? Exactly. On April 23rd, so it was almost two weeks ago, officials say that a 45-year-old Mexican-based semi-truck driver hauling rolled sheet metal attempted to cross the border through Mariposa Commercial Facility on Saturday, April 20th. And a canine alerted to the truck. Officers discovered 600 bundles of marijuana hidden within the steel rolls. Now, let me describe this to you. These steel rolls are rolled in thin layers. It looked like thin sheets of steel. They went through and cut, a almost like cutting out a book, and about 15 layers in, and they made a metal box, layered these doggone like loaf bread of marijuana in this metal box, welded them into the doggone roll place where they cut out, and it looked like just like steps almost, or like tiles, and then they put all the steel back in there again. I don't know how the hell they did it. Uh, the total weight of the seized marijuana was 4,100 pounds. The estimated street values of the seized drugs is approximately 2.1 million. This is how far these cartels are going in Mexico to get the frickin' marijuana up here to the frickin' street. Uh, the truck driver was arrested, of course, and turned over to Immigration and Customs, uh, and of course, and, and the truck and the trailer were seized. So, um, as truck drivers, 
We all know what it's like to be at a shipper or receivers and have to wait to be loaded for hours on end. Am I right? Especially produce coolers and paper mills. So we have a new sponsor. Our sponsor is My Patriot Supply. Now, it's not what you may be thinking. My Patriot Supply is emergency food and they carry some survival gear like filtering your own water or um, getting for a heat source for cooking. As far as camping, um, if you like to do mountain climbing, outdoor activities, canoeing, that kind of thing. They have food kits that are good up to 25 years. They come in a slimline tote or plastic tote that you can easily store under your bunk or in your food pantry if you're at home. I can speak from experience. After living through Hurricane Katrina in my mobile home, we were without power for 10 days, my mother, my son, and I. If it weren't for the MREs that were flown into us, we wouldn't have any food. Four 60-foot pine trees broke in half during that storm and landed across my driveway and landlocked me in. I couldn't get out to get food. And there were four-mile gas lines then. If I knew then what I know now about my Patriot Supply, I would have definitely had some of this food stockpiled in my pantry. Now, for a limited time, you can get a one-week supply of food for just $39. And even gluten-free food for under $100. Just go to my website, juliastruckatcafe.com, and click on the Emergency Food Supply tab. Scroll down and click on any image to find out more information. Stay prepared for anything that happens. Hurricanes, it's getting to be tornado season. Hurricane season runs between June and October. Power outages, snowstorms, while well, the weather being freaky and everything. Really need to be prepared. You prepare your car with insurance. You make sure it has plenty of gas in it. You make sure you have plenty of gas and water and stuff at home. Now you can prepare with food. So go to juliastruckatcafe.com, click on the emergency food supply tab, and please stay prepared. Let's go ahead and now for Lee's Bullshit. Hey, Lee. Hey. Well, I tell you what, if they cut that crap out from bringing all that freight over, right now, They've got Mexican trucks. I've seen them. they got a Mexican license plate on it. they got a Texas license plate on it. They're driving freight from Mexico, coming all the way into the States, Kentucky, wherever, and delivering loads. What's up with that? Them people shouldn't even be over here. And they just letting it go. It's called, this, it's called NAFTA. Well, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> It shouldn't happen. For number one, if these big old companies that get the stuff out of Mexico and make all this, save all this money, if they want to do that crap, get it to the border, let American truck drivers come over and get the stuff and take it where it's got to go. The Mexican drivers shouldn't even be over here running freight because I've seen the way they drive. I see the way they drive in Mexico, and there's another part of the problem right there. And that drug cartel down there, that is an open door for them when them trucks are coming across the border. They might have caught one, but how many of them got back? Right, right. 
You know, how many got that? I'm sitting right down there on the border. I'm okay. I stayed by the green cold bill when driving truck. And I watched them trailers come across that border. It's like rush hour traffic. All that stuff coming over here. Until they shut that down, it's just going to get worse. And it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be happening, and they need to stop it. It's what they need to do. They stop that, they're going to get a lot more different. Now, if any big companies want to spend all this extra money on taxes to get this stuff done, I think Trump says something. We ain't getting in politics. But if that's what they want to do, that's fine. You get it to the border, across the border, you let us take it from there. Y'all stay back across that border. Yeah, but don't... Don't the, didn't they used to do that years ago in these doggone um what the heck do they call them the cross cross uh, docks they used to bring the containers up for the border down to Laredo and that kind of thing and then have our uh, before I think it was before NAFTA and then uh put it onto our trailers because I remember doing that put it onto yeah, our trailers and we take bring it in. Well, now they got all these structures down here that they call, I think they call them brokers, okay? Mm -hmm. And basically, it's in the state, just right across the border. And basically, trucks are coming in from Mexico, dropping their trailer there, taking them up a trailer, going back to Mexico. Right. That's the way they want to do it back. But when you got this, you know good and well, probably every who driving that truck knew what was in the back of that truck. You know, it wasn't no transfer load. It's what it was. It was straight out of Mexico. He come all the way over here. He's going somewhere with it. That's exactly what happened. Right. But I see him all the time. I see him all the time. Like I said, you can always spot them. They got that Mexico license plate on them, and they got a Texas license plate. That means they're running freight out of Mexico, back all the way to Turkey. I mean, all anywhere in the United States. Yeah. Then they're going back. They don't know the laws over here. They shouldn't even be here. Right. They shouldn't even be here. And what happened to them to be able to hold a United Star or, you know, CDL, got to speak so much English and know what it's saying? Well, they don't know crap. i tell you that right now. They don't know it. They shouldn't be here. Until they regulate and stop some of that stuff, it ain't never going to go nowhere. It's just going to continue to get worse. But what's the bad thing about it is, if these drug people, if they're paying somebody off, that stuff's getting over here big time and it's coming right through the border. Yep. It's exactly what's happening. Like I said, they caught that warrant, how many elements got through? You know, down in the ports and everything, they got radar on that side. They call them the x-rays, right? And they can actually x-ray a truck to see what's in there. Oh, yeah. I talked about that a few weeks ago, yeah, where yeah. they had those illegals up in the airfoil when they w- put it through an x-ray. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, good and well, if some of this stuff's coming on, there's going to be a trucking company involved in it somewhere. Yeah. Now, you just think about that. You think about that. There is going to be a trucking company that has the power to be able to do that somewhere. If you look hard enough, you will. Be, you probably might find a bunch of them. Yeah. Because you see all these trucking companies that, you know, you read a name like, I ain't never heard of them. I ain't never heard of them. 
back in the day. <laughs> you hear the Yeah, I heard of them. I've heard of them. Now, there's so many of them out here. There's too many of them out here. Where is all of this freight? What's in this freight? You know, so it's, it's, it's really, I mean, instead of the government, or the, what it, they're cracking down on us drivers. Maybe they better look at some of these companies and start cracking down on some of that. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, I think they'd be a whole lot better off. And like that kid killing them, back, all them people running down there, they ought to go after that company. I hope every one of them people's family sue that company and just and just take millions and millions, just break them. Just take everything. Jail, everything. That's, I think that's what ought to happen. Because that's not going to bring them people back. Right. It's not going to bring them back. Yeah. And here you got some alien out there running that don't even know how to drive a damn truck, you know, and killing all these people. Oh, well, well, come on back on these companies. Let's get stuff straight the way it's supposed to be. Let's do that and see what happens there. Yeah, yeah it's... I agree with you. It's getting so damn out of hand. I mean, it, it's got to, it, you know, they keep mandating, mandating, mandating on the drivers, but they're, you know, what the hell are they doing with the companies? What the hell are they cracking down on these companies for? You know, um, I reported, too, that uh, they were going to get out from the driving schools and stuff like that. They're not going to have any more driving schools, but they were going to have um, certified trainers, and you have to be on the uh, FMCSA certified trainer list in order to train somebody and, and all this kind of thing where a lot of uh, people were just going in and, and taking their written test and then just paying somebody to train them. And, oh, um, yeah, I I trained for about, I don't know, a week or so, and I'm good, you know. Well, you look at, like I was talking about the little diving test, running around the doggone tunnel or going down the block and coming back. That don't mean nothing to me. Right. You know what I mean? That right. means nothing to me. Let's get down here on the road. Let's go in the mountains. Let's do this. Let's get on some ice and snow. That's where this going to impress me. You know, I mean, you got these companies that hire people that ain't even drove through a season. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Spring, you know, and, and never drove in the ice and snow. Never done it. Yeah, they get their truck like now, you know, April and May, and then, you know, yeah, they run it for six, eight months, or like you said, you know, they're not in the snow, they're not in the uh, the, the ice or anything, they have no freaking idea, and what's going to happen? Jackknife in the middle, jackknife in the median. That's it, that's you know? exactly right. And there's a record but, bill for you. Exactly, but if they would start putting this on their stuff, you know, years ago, well, all of us had, well, I had a Class A license. In my state, that was a commercial driver's license. And when this CDL, I was grandfathered in or whatever they might call it. But back then, in the class A driver's license, it, it's what I had, you know. And then when they did all the CDL, back in them days, if you got a weight ticket, they didn't they didn't give you the ticket, or they might give you a ticket. It went against the company. Yeah. Yep. If you got a DOT violation, something wrong to truck, it went against the company. Yep. Now, who does it go against? Well, it goes to both. It goes to the driver and the company, though, now. 
Exactly. But I've heard so many stories from these people that just started with some of these companies that trained them or whatever. To be, to, you matter of fact, you, you know who I'm probably talking about. It's a friend of ours. He's a dog truck. He was sitting, he had a load. He, he loaded in Dallas, Texas. And he called him. He said, this thing's so gross. And the dumb dispatcher, well, can't you answer it? And he said, the weight is overgrossed. You can't answer this. It's overgrossed. Don't you understand that? Told him, well, take it to the terminal over there and drop it. So he did. Well, he was sitting next to him. Here comes this truck up there. Hooking on to this load. And uh, he got us and said, hey, man, he said, are you taking it back? To, are they going to unload it or what they going to do? No, my, my DM told me I need to take this farm on up to the Midwest. And he told him, he said, this load is overgrowth. Oh, my DM said, that'd be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh. So see, right there is a perfect example. And I'm not blaming all the new drivers. Because they, they, they might not know no better. They've never been taught. So they don't know. I mean, I'm not just, you know, crucifying yeah. them. I'm not. Because you got to learn this thing. Right. But, but here's this kid. He's going to carry this load up. Now, I wonder how many weight tickets he's going to get. Yeah. You know. But he don't know no better. Right. And these companies, that's why they like these new people that don't know anything. You know, you take some of those guys, people been out here for a while, Tom knows how it works. Tell me, well, you know this for a fact. Oh, you've been doing it too long, right? You, you know what you're doing. We can't, we can't get around you. So, we're not. Yeah. Are we? We're talking about when I applied for a job, and and all of a sudden I I get the word back. You know, I check on my application. Oh, they they said pass. Yeah, I said, well, yeah. why is that? We won't name names, but they they look, took one look at my application. Oh, she'd been out here 30 damn years. We don't want yeah. her. Oh, yeah, that's the same. one you're talking about? Oh, okay. That's the way they want it because <laughs> the DMs and stuff love them new people. Well, yeah. I can just tell them this and they'll believe me. Yeah. And, you know, that's why in my little deal that I drive, and we got a lot of old guys like me, okay, grumpy and and all this kind of stuff. Full of piss and vinegar. Yeah, exactly. But they tried putting a new DM with us. And I got a call from my boss. He said, would you quit making them cry? <laughs> well, hey, what can I say, right? You know, don't, don't send me something when I know you're lying to me. You're, you're, not, a, you know. you're not an old mean ass, are you, Lee? Yeah, you might say that. I get pretty <laughs> sticky sometimes, I'll tell you that. But I uh, <laughs> but, but, uh would you please stop making them cry? I don't think about it. You know, but, you know, don't try to, don't try to pull the wheel on the rest. I mean, we've been doing it. We've heard, you know, in our careers, everything that could have been said, we've heard it. Yep. One time or another, you know. Oh, you yeah. Know, so. I always say don't, don't BS a BSer, you know, and I can't really That's say the complete words. Bad. Can't, it's exactly a G-rated right. show, but so I gotta say I don't BS a BSer because I already done heard it all. <laughs> exactly right. But like I said, the new people out here, hey, look, I don't, I don't look at them badly or nothing like that. They, they don't know. 
Right. You know, nobody's ever taught them how it goes. And unfortunately, they find out the hard way, and it might ruin their trucking career before it even gets started. Yeah. You know, you go bringing up California, and they kind of wait over right there, see where you wind up. Three square meals, you yeah, know, exactly right. a little exactly orange right. outfit they let you wear. You know, exactly they dress right. you and everything, give you shower shoes that all these drivers yeah. like to wear, all That's for right. free. And these people like here, I mean, like this, yeah, you know, it just, it just blows my mind that a company would be okay. With this person driving their truck, yep. working for them. That's what really gets me. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't care. Long as the freight gets there, we make money. We don't care. Well, you know what? Didn't you don't remember the old adage with companies that drivers are a dime a dozen? Exactly, and that's what it's turned into because. Between the DMs and the companies telling these younger people, or these, excuse me, newer people, they don't say necessarily young. Right, because they're all kinds of age range. Exactly, I think up. Exactly. I mean, there are people. I'm in my fifties, and so are you. Well, we'll, we'll, we won't say exactly how old, but you know, we're both I, in I, our fifties. Be careful. And and um, <laughs> hey, I know I'm I'm giving you a compliment right about now, but anyway. <laughs> Um, and they're first starting out in this industry. They're doctors and lawyers and stuff. They got sick and tired of the stress uh, and the malpractice insurance and all this kind of gobbledygook. They're like, I'm going to ride around and get paid for it and see the country. And they're our age, if not older. So they're the newer drivers out here. You're right. Not necessarily the younger ones. Not necessarily. I mean, but they've never done it. And a lot of these companies should not be telling these people, well, do that, do this. When they can actually get in trouble for it. But some of these people think, well, just because my DM or whatever told me it's okay, it's okay. Wrong. Yeah. And well, don't yeah. automatically think because you got a CDL that you know it all. You That's don't right. know nothing. I've been out here 40 years, or 30 years, you've been out here 40, uh, out here 30 years, and I'm still learning something every single day. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and, it, it, and little things happen, and, you know, you, you're going to learn this and learn that, like some of the tricks we know about, you know, putting the coffee in the trailers, you know, and, you know, just little stuff, you learn a lot of little things, and you learn a lot of other things that's good, but the way I was raised... I was raised on a ranch. And how I learned was by listening to like my grandfather and my daddy and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I love to listen to older people, which they'd be dead if they're a whole lot older than me. But I love listening to them because if you listen real close, you're going to learn something. You might learn something. And it's exactly. especially with your parents. You know that. That the older we got, the smarter our parents got. I'll be damn. <laughs> well, I think from the time I hit about 18, I started getting dumb. <laughs> right? So, I know how that is. I've been doing that a few times myself. I don't think no But still, I mean, good Lord, ask somebody. 
You know, and don't be I'm afraid gonna, to ask somebody. Exactly. Don't be afraid you're going to get yelled at, screamed at, put down, or something like that. If you need help sliding your tandems or something like that, ask somebody. Or if you see somebody's back and forth in and out of their truck or something. I ask guys all the time if they're trying to back into a spot like we talked about before. Or they're trying to slide their tandems and I'm walking by them. I don't have no problem asking them, hey, sir, do you, do you need some help? Do you want me to watch for you? Do you, do you need... what? Where are you trying to slide this to? So just to keep save them some steps. Um, but, but now, I mean, we don't. A lot of trailers don't have the pull handles like we had two years ago. You're sitting there targeted, pulling and pulling and tugging, trying to get the dang thing to to release the damn pins. Now most of the trailers I've been pulling are all that air. Uh, just pull the little button out, and they all go tink tink tink. Yep, yep. I told them. Matter of fact, I got one on right now. But I'll tell you something happened to me. Two days ago, was I was at my DC, right? They have a platform steel, which is just a gross steel, right? Yeah. And this driver was in here asking the lady behind the deal, well, how, how do you steal out? She said, steal right out there. He said, no. How, how do you steal it out? I looked over at him. I said, you don't know how to steal your truck out? Uh, no, that's just a, a gross scale, right? Yeah. I don't know how to do it. So, I told him right there on the spot. This how you do it. Yep. You know, but he didn't know. Yep. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. You know, you're driving a truck. Not, not anymore. Nah, it's not weird anymore. They yeah. don't teach him nothing. Just remember that. They well, don't teach I mean, him nothing. Why, I mean, I helped the guy right there. It didn't take me five minutes after I kind of explained it. He's like, oh, okay, okay, I got it, you know. So, you know, I mean, which I didn't mind helping him out. And the lady looked at me back there and said, thank you. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, she ain't no truck driver, you know, but she knew how to do it. She ain't even truck driver, you know. So, I thought, good Lord. Yeah, and you're amazed, but I'm not amazed at all. After I talked to a certain company driver and I found out they only put students through their school for a week and they're only out with a trainer for 11 days, at first I was shell-shocked. But anymore, as I'm talking to people, people go, don't surprise me a bit. Don't surprise me at all. Okay, apparently, how do they pass the license test with the, you know, the state. They first go through, they first go, uh, uh, when they're going through school for a week, they teach them just enough to pass their written test. And then they'll get on the back and pad for a little while and this kind of thing, mainly with the trainer. They give you a learner's permit. And then after you're with a trainer, I think, I'm just guessing now, I'm not 100% sure because every company is different, and then you'll go in and get your dog on CDL um, after so long or, or what have you. Because, I mean, they're making you parallel park now, trucks, where they never used to, you know. Okay. So I've been hearing so it. Uh, in like the, to me, go ahead. all of the time they're training, they're training on this course like they take their test on. I, I'm not 100% sure on that. I really couldn't tell you. I really haven't looked at one. Well, I have I have been in, I have been to a school up in uh, New Jersey. Now, this was a company. Uh, 
get uh, putting them through their company school not a driving school driving school they do it different but this was a trucking company putting them through their school so they do it a little bit different now the driving school yeah they have a backing pad they have where you can't got the cones to back through and practice and back it up and pulling forward and teaching you how to pass your written test and and this kind of thing what you need to know and your inspection and it's more thorough but this company they were putting them through their own school and then then put them with a driver a trainer for 11 days and then well, sending them out in their own truck, and I'm like, "Good Lord!" Yeah, really. I mean, if companies, it would be smart, as bad as everything is, on getting halfway drivers to do their own school, teach them the way that they want it done, put them with a trainer for six months, a year. You know, oh, no, they can't be. No, 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 no. They can't be doing that because they're losing too much money. And then you have to run them like a team. And then that means paying them more money. No, 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 no. They're losing too much money when they do that. Oh, oh. But I mean, to do it right. To do it right, know, yes. In a perfect right. world, air quotes, perfect world. Yeah, well. Yeah, not, I guess that world is gone. You know, isn't that something <laughs> like Cindy Lauper? We're living in a perfect world. Don't get me singing, but anyway. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's about. I don't want to. I don't want everybody to quit listening to the show if you get me singing. But anyhow. Well, but, you don't want me to sing. I do good to talk, right? <laughs> yeah, you'd have every bloodhound in the neighborhood howling if you started singing. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So anyway. Well, it was great to hear from you again, as usual, every weekly. I greatly appreciate you helping me out on the show, and um. Earlier in the show, I have uh, told about your new apparel line. I left the best for last. We now have Lee shirts that says, Lee says, slow the <laughs> down. And so you're definitely going to go to uh, juliestruckingcafe.com, the cafe store, and look for Lee's apparel. Um, and I do have an announcement uh, that I did at the beginning of the show. So thanks again for showing up, and hopefully they'll sell out for you. Well, I hear you. Well, I appreciate everybody listening. And listen, y'all be safe out there. And try to have a little respect for each other and show it, make things go better. And, and God bless everybody and be safe. I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you who tune in every week to listen to the cafe. If you are new here to the cafe and you'd like to check us out, at the bottom of every podcast episode on the website at juliastruckatcafe.com, I have links that I've listed on where you can also find me, like iHeartRadio, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and many more. I would ask that you go to Facebook and please like us. And don't forget to join our discussion group at Julius Truckett Cafe Regulars where I share recipes. I also share recipes on our page under cooking in your truck and also our page of stupid that drivers do and much more. I humbly would ask that you please subscribe to our email list and I will send you the show notes of the articles that I refer to every week right to your inbox. This way you don't have to keep coming back to the website and try searching for them. Even though I'm glad that you do, Uh, I reference all of these articles in the show each week and I could send them right to you. 
And in the future, like this special for Mother's Day that I'm having, you will get that promo code right into your email. So you you wouldn't even have to listen to the show. You'll know about all the kinds of specials I'm going to be running in our cafe store. If you're on the email list, you'll have priority in getting those new things that are in the works. And before I forget, please feel free to leave a comment on the bottom of any of episode of any of the podcasts that you, you see on the website or on Facebook, or if you're listening to iTunes. Please also subscribe to iTunes, and I would greatly appreciate if you would rate the show if you really enjoy it, or if you don't. I read each and every one of the comments. If you have an idea for an upcoming show, hey, please feel free to email me. My email is info at juliastruckatcafe.com. Again, that's info, I-N-F-O, at juliastruckatcafe.com So everyone, keep the shiny side up and until next time Yeah, we got a little Ain't she a beautiful sign?